Welcome to the Reform Journal Podcast, the Poetry Edition, where we engage with the world of contemporary poetry from a generously reformed perspective. Find us at reformjournal.com. This is the Poetry Edition of the Reform Journal Podcast. We come to you regularly to listen to a poet read a poem and talk about where the poem came from. I'm Rose Postma, and today our guest is Ellis Purdy. Ellis is a graduate of the Center for Writers at the University of Southern Mississippi, and his work has appeared in Riveted, Vita Poetica, and Red Rock Review, among other places. He lives with his family and teaches in East Texas. And today we're talking with Ellis about his poem, Nighthawks in Hand. Welcome, Ellis. Oh, thanks so much. I'm glad to be here. Okay, why don't you start us off and uh, read the poem for us, and we'll get our first taste of it. Nighthawk in Hand. Once, before children, my wife and I took a nest of fledglings to a woman who rehabbed wildlife. I remember the no that creased her face when asked if we could see more, but then she went inside and brought out two nighthawks. One ate mealworms willingly, the other only if forced I remember that something gathered in the tar-drip eyes of the latter, a learning that the hand that held and made meant good. Thank you for reading that. I'll start us off by telling you, I think the thing that drew me in where you got me was the response of the woman that when you ask, she says no. Right. Um, and there's just something about that moment that is so real and human. And I feel like yes. I've been in that situation. Um, so that's my, my entry point. But tell us about the poem and where it comes from and, and where it's going. So I, I guess it, it comes from, it, it's part of a series of poems that is going to kind of make up the middle, I think, of, of a manuscript I'm working on. And all of them have something to do with, I think, gratitude and trust or distrust and and being a parent mm -hmm. in some way so this image of this nighthawk that doesn't quite trust uh, you know this woman who's rehabbing these animals but also the the way in which the nighthawk is sort of beginning to i, I think is a really wonderful image for what I'm trying to do with, with, with these poems. But it was, it really was this thing. We, you know, we had these little birds that, and their mother just disappeared. They were nested right up above the carport. And uh, I was looking forward to watching them. And then I didn't see the mother come back. I don't know what happened, predator, what, but um, we took them to this woman and, um, and she, uh, gladly took them looked like she really really knew what she was talking about and uh she brought these birds out and it really was i know she said no at first i'm not supposed to do that you know you're not <laughs> i'm not authorized to show these things off or whatever but then she conceded and brought these two birds out but it really was this one ate these worms so willingly and this other one she had to pry its little mouth open and put it in and it did have this look on its face like all right, that was pretty good, but we're still not friends. Uh, and I could, you could just see though that eventually that bird was going to get there, 
you know, that image just, it's, it's stuck with me. And I, I finally felt like there's a poem there. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love what you're talking about in terms of the connections you're making with, with parenting, which should have been obvious to me because of the mm. opening line of once before children. But I'm thinking as you're talking about how I have four kids and they respond to me so differently yeah. and some are more resistant to certain things than others right. um, and some trust more than others. And so that is really a beautiful image um, right. that I'm glad you told me about because I don't know that I would have totally gotten there on my own, which yeah. is why I love talking to poets. Right. Yeah. It, in, in being a parent, I, you know, everybody talks about how, I don't know, some people don't think, it seems like it's hard for everybody. I just think some people seem a little less afraid than others. And I was one of the ones that was super terrified, uh, not only because life changes so much, but because there's this degree to which it's, it's like, I know that I am going to love this person in, in a way that I've never loved anything in my life. And I also know that I can't control what happens mm. to this person. <laughs> you know, I can, I can, I can, I can take care of them. I can teach them things. And, and yet, you know, the Christian mindset is that ultimately this is, this is, this is, this life is, is the Lord's. It, it's not right. mine. And, um, and I already struggle with matters of, of trust, uh, just feeling like I'm in good hands, you know, but having kids kind of deepens that even more for me. It, it's just, okay. You know, I have to, I have to be a steward of this soul you've put in my care, but, but I don't have control. And if something were to happen to them, I know that there's a kind of grief or a loss that I just, I don't, I don't even want to think about who does, but, but I have to kind of get up every day and just, Lord, I trust you. And I relinquish that, yeah. <laughs> oh, which is not, not easy for me at all. And, you know, animals kind of like to be, uh, they kind of like to do what they want to do. Even the domesticated <laughs> ones. I mean, my, my, my dog has, has quite the willpower. My cats too. But, you know, I mean, I, wild animals, you know, they, they, they have this, you know, they have instinct and the instinct mm -hmm. isn't always to, to, to be cool with, with us when we have those encounters. So, um, yeah, just an image that really, really stuck with me in this way that I, I kind of go back to when it comes to, to my faith practice, you will. Yeah. So you talked about putting this poem kind of in the, in your collection. And oh. I struggle with that. So I want you to tell me what your sort of, how, how do you guide how you put that collection together? <laughs> what determines that this feels like a good poem for the middle? Cause I think that's what you mentioned. Yeah. Do you have good advice for us? So it's a, you know, uh, do I have good advice? Uh, let me tell you, let me tell you my good advice. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you my good advice. I, the, my good advice uh, uh, is that, um, Oh gosh, what is the, it's that Ellen Bryant Voigt collection. It's one of the earlier ones. And I think she was a national book award finalist for it. Shadow of heaven. That's the name of it. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but no, I was reading her collection and she has these interrelated poems in, in the middle. And I, and I think it mostly came down to it. I just kind of want to be like Ellen Bryant Voigt. Uh, and I'm so sorry. I guess that is pretty good advice though. Is, uh, go, go, go be like Ellen Bryant Voigt. But they just, it, it, what, I, what it really came from, though, was that um, I had written this one poem and a friend 
of mine who um, is also a poet. Um, her name is Lila Robinette. I know she's published some things uh, that you could probably Google her, but she just looked at it and said, I, you know, I, I like what you're doing here. It feels like every one of these stanzas could be its own poem. Hmm. And so I had to go back and I looked at, you know, I've got nine stanzas and I tried to take whatever was happening in those stanzas and really expound on it. And uh, as far as, I guess, the, the kind of middle of the book, it just seemed like the book kind of does feel like it has a beginning and a middle and then maybe maybe an end. As far as kind of me talking about it, yeah. it, it's like, it's called, I don't know, the manuscript is called In Particular Timbers and it's sort of thoughts on parenting and Christian faith. And, and it's also deals with my kind of becoming okay with seeing myself as a naturalist. Mm. Um, and, and as far as like someone who has kind of a knowledge of natural history or, or whatever. And so you got another Christian poem about birds. I'm sorry. I, I, how many of those do you get? Uh, but I think as a, a, a middle section of, I, I see kind of an arc here in these poems. And I do think this is like kind of a place in which that art kind of reaches the middle before it, it kind of reaches its end. Um, so I, that's kind of wordy and I kind of feel no, like that was all over the place, but. I think that's helpful. And just thinking kind there is a sense with putting a collection together. I mean, there are still collections out there where it's just the last 25, 30 poems or whatever that the poet mm -hmm. has written. But mm -hmm. I do think I see a lot of poets working through that sort of trying to establish a narrative throughout the collection and, and pacing it a little bit and thinking intentionally of the order of the poems. Yeah. Um, and I think you've described that that well. So I think we can all, yeah. all good advice. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's fun to see how, and, and you, you know, with the novel, you do have these sort of threads running through, but it feels like with the short story or the poetry collection, you do have this ability to kind of look and see how does the store, how do the story speak to one another? How do the poems speak to one another? And uh, yeah, these felt more like a series of poems that had something running through all of them that need, needed to be together to to say whatever it was I'm trying to say. So yeah, well, thank you. And can you read the poem for us a second time, and we will uh, listen again with fresh ears? Oh, I'd love to. Okay, Nighthawk in hand. Once before children. My wife and I took a nest of fledglings to a woman who rehabbed wildlife. I remember the no that creased her face when asked if we could see more, but then she went inside and brought out two nighthawks. One ate mealworms willingly, the other only if force-fed. I remember that something gathered in the tar-drip eyes of the latter, a learning that the hand that held and made meant good. Thank you so much uh, for the reading and for the conversation. Absolutely. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. You can read Ellis's poem, Nighthawks in Hand, at reformjournal.com. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Reform Journal podcast, the poetry edition. Be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And until the next time, explore all the great poetry on the Reform Journal website.